Hey, what is up, everybody? Chris Hollifield here, and I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. The website, super easy to remember, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and check out the entire back episode of the podcast, listen to all the episodes, download them, share them, check them out. Hey, and if you're looking to move to Utah, if you're looking to move across town, get in touch. I'm a licensed realtor here in the state of Utah. I'm on the Be Heard in Utah team at Keller Williams, and I'd love to help you out. My number, 801-244-2908. Give me a call, shoot me a text, and uh, yeah, I'd love to help you out. Anyway, let's get into this uh, episode of I Am Salt Lake podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. TJ Heidenreich, we got on the podcast today. How you doing, TJ? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, it's good to be back on here. Yeah. So for listeners, gosh, I should have pulled up here some of the last episodes that we were recording together. Uh, we were doing like real estate podcasts together. Yep. Uh, for I am Salt Lake, kind of giving people the rundowns. You know how to buy a house, loans, yeah. blah blah blah. We stopped doing them, which I kind of miss doing those with yeah. you. you no, know? I kind of so, did too. It was, it was fun to mix up my week, right? Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, gosh, I should probably do a real estate podcast. I, you know, I well, don't it, know. It is cool too, because all of us, other people not in the industry are always wondering, you know, like what what's the industry saying? Like, what are people talking about? What's going to happen to our home value or right. pricing or whatever? Right. And, and people for like, Chris and I that are always in it, we're like, oh, Oh, people don't know this? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it just kind of throws us off. So that's so funny. Yeah. But today I wanted to get you back on here because I yeah. was like, you know what? I don't even know your story, TJ. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what got you uh, even interested in what you do. Right. So right. like today we're going to find that out and kind of share with the listeners uh, what the life of a loan officer cool. is like here in Utah. <laughs> I don't think we've had a loan officer on the podcast. I don't think we have. I mean, that's a very specific career. So right. yeah, no, I would so probably remember. Is that the title that you would call yourself a yeah, loan, loan officer? officer, loan originator? Okay. I mean, yeah, but they go hand in hand. Um, the money guy, <laughs> the, the, the finance guy, you know, the, the money guy. Yeah. So what, <laughs> what even got you interested in pursuing that field of work? I mean, um, let's, let's start there if you don't. Yeah. Mind. So, I mean, it, dude, it really, I mean, I knew when I was young, like when I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a loan officer. I would tell my like, you know, career day at school, like, what do you want to be? I'd be like, I want to be a loan officer people would be like, dude, what the hell is he talking about? Like this kid yeah. knows he wants to be a loan officer. And like, people this like, kid knows what a loan officer is yeah, in exactly. the first place. And, and to be fair, I didn't even know what a loan officer was, right? So I- uh, You just like money and, I, and Yeah, finances. I mean, and I, I knew Brock. You know, yeah. remember when we had Brock on? Yeah. Um, Brock was, you know, he's my cousin and I grew up watching him and he, he was, he was always like my idol, like do whatever Brock does. That's what I want to do. So, uh, so he was a loan officer back when you were 12? Back when I was 12. Yep. Wow. That's when he was just starting it. Wow. Uh, and uh, so I was like, all right. I'm going to do what Brock does. Um, so, and every step of the way, I mean, I just kind of followed in his footsteps. I mean, you know, I remember being 16, like, Hey, you know, can I still do the loan officer thing with you? When I were camping, I mean, we'd go on long car rides together, talk about it. So, I mean, it always throughout my whole childhood, we were talking about being a loan officer. So, so you and Brock are pretty <laughs> close. So cool. then. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty close. I mean, I almost consider him like my older brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. how long have you been a loan officer then now? Um, I started in 2017. So what is that going on for? Five years, five years, something like that. Yeah. Four years. Yeah, me the numbers years. guy. And we don't need to talk math. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, math and numbers are two different things. Let me pull the calculator out here. You know what I mean? Like just arithmetic a, sucks. Right. 
That is, I mean, were you doing anything prior to loan no, officer? I, was, I mean, I, I, I know, was, I know you're younger. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. No, I was, I was doing the school thing. Um, yeah. My wife and I, we went down to uh, Dixie State to pursue uh, degrees. Yeah. Um, and then I was, and I, uh, then I, I was just doing the, the degree thing as a backup plan, yeah. right? Um, so what and, did you go to school for then? Uh, business administration. Okay. Yeah, I just kept it pretty vague. And then the opportunity came up that Brock's like, Hey, I'm, I'm starting this, uh, thing, this new, this new venture with, uh, you know, with a, a new mortgage company. And, uh, I'm like, yeah. and he's like, I'd love to bring you on and, you know, kind of head that with me. And, and it was awesome. I mean, great opportunity. Yeah. Um, and haven't looked back since. Dude, that is, dude, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> right on the, I've loved working with you, man. Yeah, like, seriously. You're easy to work with. Yeah. You know, you're straight to I the point. You're that. on, you're on the ball. You, you're, Great notes, great. I mean, everything. I yeah. Mean, so no, I really appreciate that. Thank you're, you. You're welcome, man. Um, so, so you started at Cross Country Mortgage, and that's, I, I started it, or, or, at, at a, a different, more. At I started a different place, yep, a different place a more mom pop shop called okay. One Trust Home Loans, and then we made the transition to Cross Country um, 2020. And Cross Country is a little more corporate, right? Yeah, they're a little bit bigger big, um, nationwide. Uh-huh, yeah, they're nationwide. They're pretty. I mean, don't quote me here, but I think they're like a top ten mortgage company um, in terms of you know size yeah. uh, here in the U.S. Um, and that's really what fit our team really good. I mean, just having that support and it's, it's been, it's been awesome. No regrets. It's, it's really good fit for us and our team. So you have a team as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a team. Um, we have 11 team members on our team. Um, and it's, it's, you know, everyone's got their job role to make, ah. they make the, the whole process really smooth. Um, one, one thing we just want to make sure the client knows what's going on throughout the whole time, you know, and they might be talking to multiple people throughout that process, but at least that throughout that process, they know that each person has a specific job and they're a rock star at that specific role. Um, for example, I mean, you've met Jesse on my team. He's a, he's going to be like our pre-approval specialist. You know, whenever we've got a client that's not under contract yet, he's going to be handling all of the, the pre-approval, you know, questions, all the paperwork, gathering docs, um, really getting a consultation set up with me. And then once the client is under contract, they're going to be, you know, more dealing with uh, our processors, which is Krista and Jordan. Um, and, you know, making sure the processing side while we're working on their loan is good for the, the loan. Very cool. Yeah. Little nuts and bolts so, of the loan process. <laughs> what, is, what is the role of a loan officer? Like, what does a typical day even look like for you? Yeah. So lots of calls. I mean, I'm yeah. waking up. I wait, I'm, I'm a morning person. I, I typically like the morning. So I'm waking up, you know, 6, 6.30. Um, I like to meditate and read a little bit, you know, look at news, what's going on in, sure. in markets and whatnot. And then get a quick workout in, whether it be 20, 30 minutes, just a, a good sweat out. Yeah. I'm in the office by usually 8.39. Um, we have a team meeting with all 11 of us. You, you know, in the COVID world, it's maybe that's over Zoom or it's in per, it's in person sure. at our office. And then at that point, um, I'm hopping on the phones. You know, I'm, I'm talking to, I've you know, it depends on the day, but I'm usually talking to uh, realtors or I'm talking to clients um, for a couple hours of the day. And then, you know, usually in the mornings and then consultations, going through loan consultations th- through much of the afternoon um, with clients that are looking to buy. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> it's fun stuff. <laughs> Man, it sounds so stressful. <laughs> I mean, do you ever get overwhelmed from dealing? I mean, that's got to be exhausting to just talk finances all day and yeah. numbers and listen to, because I'm sure you hear all kinds of people. You have some people with, you know, great finances, yeah, some people right. with not They're so great finances. And yeah. So I'm sure you hear different emotions from people and different things. I mean, is it a mentally, emotionally exhausting job? Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm mentally like, all right, let me just, you know, let me, let's just sit here, you know, (laughs) let's just, but, um, other than that, it's, I really, I really enjoy it because 
I don't look at the numbers. I'm looking at like, okay, I get to learn everybody's story. You know, everybody's got their story to tell. I've met, I mean, I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for no. this career. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. The, just the, the amount of people that I've met through the, you know, the past couple of years, it, it's been awesome. And, you know, even through the weird COVID world, when people were, you just, I mean, you missed that human connection. I still had that every day, you know, even though it was over the phone, but uh, it was just, uh, it, it, that's really what I enjoy of it. Just helping people and, you know, the people that are maybe scraping by and they don't think that, you know, getting into a house is even possible, making them realize that, Hey, you're actually, it is possible now, or you're not that far off. You know, maybe we just need to tweak a couple things and three to four months from now, you're ready to buy a house. When That's what was so nice when we bought our house. I had a really great loan officer that had mm-hmm. helped me like look forward, like months right. in advance and, mm-hmm. and start planning. Well, here's a, here's a perfect, this is a perfect opportunity though. I know you worked more with the loan officer at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. What, what were some things, Chrissy, that you felt made that a good transaction? Well, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I, my credit wasn't up to par and we're single income family. You know, we were at At that that time at that time and just a lot of little things where like when you want to go in and ask for a mortgage, you automatically, you're like, now they're, they're going to say no. Right. That's our first instinct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's scary. And I did go to two or three people who I was referred to mm-hmm. before this guy that I, mm-hmm. fa- I found him on my own, but yeah, we didn't know and, TJ and they were yeah, all, <laughs> yeah, we didn't know you yet. We didn't know you yet. But, um, I just, the other guys were just jerks. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you better fix your credit and then get back to, you know, they right. just, they, they, just didn't, they didn't care. have time for yeah, me. Right. They were annoyed. Do you You're think most number. loan officers are that way? I yeah, mean, I haven't, I, I mean, haven't uh, chatted with a ton. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of good loan officers out there, but there's a lot of bad loan loan officers. Either they don't they don't know what they're doing because they haven't done enough transactions yeah. yet, or they they just don't have enough time. I mean, mm-hmm. especially the thing that, that really sucks about the the my industry is that the past couple of years rates have been historically low, right? Yeah. So then you've had a lot of loan officers just chasing these refinances and whatnot, and, and forgetting about the the first time homebuyer that, that needs help, right? And they're like, oh, I see or the easy Or even just us realtors. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. you know how many loan officers I just want to get to know and they, they don't even text me back? Right. right. It's like, what? Like, that's what I'm saying. Right. You're on the ball here, TJ. Right. And it's like, I love you for that, man. Yeah. Like, you you're, know. You're an active educator right. too. Like, for real. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest problems with any kind of, for me, at least buying a house, any part of the process was there's no education, when you're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out, you don't know what's happening or why it's happening or what you should do or could do. Like we have other stuff we're focused on. Right. You know, there's a, seems to be a healthy lack of education about, you know, the mortgage process and right. real qualifications. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because everybody already knows it in the industry. So they just talk over everybody's heads. All right. We're going to take just a couple of minutes now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. I love these guys. UtahMarijuana.org. They are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I want to give a shout out to Tim Pickett. I don't know if you guys remember back on episode 420 when we had him on the podcast, we found out about medical marijuana here in Utah. Now UtahMarijuana.org is a sponsor of this podcast. They have a team of medical cannabis experts that make getting your medical card easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. 
And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. Take advantage of that, because not only do you save $25, but it also lets them know, hey, I'm a listener of I Am Salt Lake podcast. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Head on over to their website as well, utahmarijuana.org. Tons of resources about medical marijuana here in Utah. Uh, you could listen to the podcast, Utah and the Weeds, on, on there and find out about all of their locations that they have here in Utah. Again, the website, utahmarijuana.org. Go check it out. Go support these guys. And many thanks to, uh, to them for sponsoring this podcast. Do you find that you have to educate a lot of clients? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'd say that, I mean, education you would be surprised. Even the people that are quote unquote financially well off. I mean, they're, they've got, you know, we'll say millions in the bank. They don't know the mortgage process, or maybe they, they do really well financially and their credit's not good because they weren't taught the basics of credit. I mean, you know, they, they're not worried about their finances because they make so much money that, Oh, you know, that's okay. I missed a credit card payment. You know, last month I'll just pay it off this month. Right. Um, Wasn't really an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. I mean, I've dealt with that. You know, so it's, you know, knowing that, you know, the, the three main factors of a loan are your assets, your income and your credit. And if one of those things is not there, the approval for the loan is extremely difficult. So we need to make sure there's a happy medium of all three. But yeah, I would say that, I mean, every client I do, uh, that I have a consultation with, there has to be some, so a little bit of education there or else it's not going to be a smooth loan process. Do you right. make, do you make like any educational videos or anything? Like, no, but guys, I need to. Yeah. I, was I honestly say, need like, to. Uh, I didn't know if maybe your team did or YouTube channel. Yeah. Right. I, we honestly need to, and we've talked about it. <laughs> I know we talked about it when we were recording <laughs> right. the podcast. Really. Right. I mean, honestly, it would be, it would be nice. Cause it, there's, I mean, I get a lot of repeat questions that I yeah. can like, you know, Just here's, send this, them a quick, YouTube yeah, video. here's this quick video where I explain that exact question you have. That's, that's a really good idea. I might take I it. mean, I should be doing the same <laughs> right. thing with real estate, yeah. really. I mean, I mean YouTube just... is what, the number two, maybe number one search engine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's, isn't that ridiculous? People either go to Google or YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. To, to, so do you think anybody, I mean, this, this kind of goes, this question is going to go back to uh, some of the earlier conversation that we had about, you know, exhaustion, finances, this mm-hmm. and that, like on your end. So my question is, do you think anybody could be a loan officer or do you think it takes a special type of person from what you've seen? Mm, it definitely takes a special type, like a, a different type of personality. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to be, this sounds weird, but you have to be introverted, but you have to like talking to people at the same time. Like, you know, you've got to want to, you know, run the numbers, but at the same time have that conversation with people because that's, that's part of the job. Well, I mean, it probably goes hand in hand with being a realtor. Do you think anybody could be a realtor? Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm newer to yeah. the real what? estate game. So, <laughs> so, I mean, and I'm, I'm seeing that, uh, going into it now, like, it's like, Hey, this isn't exactly what all the other realtors have right. posted about on Facebook. So yeah, I, absolutely. I think it takes a certain kind mm-hmm. of person. I yeah. mean, between uh, self-disciplined and mm-hmm. just, you know, thinking outside the box and, and uh, you know, just being, uh, you know, you're your own boss, really. I mean, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's pretty similar on your end. Oh, yeah. As far yeah, we as, have very uh, similar, you know, uh, you know you're probably commission-based. Uh-huh. And, yeah, 100%. And so you don't, you know, it's not like you have a, a, a boss a step, per yeah. se. Uh-huh. You, you do and you don't, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, no, I, um, I think it's really similar. I mean, I've had, I've had buddies in the past, they're like, hey, I want to do what you do. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Let's Cause they just think you're rolling in the money, right? They just yeah. Think, oh, yeah. They see, they you see, know. you know, sometimes they see the success or they, and they, yeah. they, they look back and they forget the struggle for the, you know, the past five years and they're like, sure. And they're like, Oh, and then they, I show my day to day and like, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> did, did it yeah. take you a while to get some momentum? Yeah. And get, I oh, mean, for sure. Like and in your first year, I'm sure you were like, gosh, maybe this isn't for me. For sure. And when you got to think I was just a, I mean, I was a teenager, you know, I, I mean, I was yeah. 19 years old when I, when I got into it and what, 
you know, the, the biggest financial decision of their, of someone's life and they're going to trust a 19 year old to do it. That's, that was hard for, you know, to, to gain that business at first and earn it people's trust. So, you know, a lot of that happened with, you know, working under a, another loan officer, you know, in this case, Brock touching all of his loans and, and really, you know, being that processor for his loans that enabled me to be like, okay, I know I've seen way more loans than the majority of loan officers out there. And, and you can definitely trust me with your loan. And I, and I think once you know, once you get the first couple, it, it starts just, you know, it's, it's a compounding effect really. Well, you brought it up. You brought your age up. I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't want I mean, to necessarily no. go there. No. Uh, yeah. Have you, so you found that to be a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. You've had oh, to kind yeah. of pull your bootstraps up and yeah. say, you know what? Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to show you guys. I know what's up. Yeah. You know, and I, I know I take pride in it now. Like, you know, it's, there's not a lot of young professionals out there that, you know, choose this career path. And I honestly, I hope that, you know, if people are thinking about it, they come talk to me because it's, it is a struggle at first, but once you, the cool thing is once you start young, it's just, like I said, a compounding effect from there. Yeah. You have to start somewhere to gain Mm -hmm. experience. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, dude, it's when I talk to you versus like, say even another loan officer, maybe in their forties or Mm fifties. Right. And I'm just like, Dude, this TJ's on the ball, man. Like, you know, you know, <laughs> I really appreciate it. I know. I mean, I'm serious. Like, that's the thing is like- No, he would get off the age. phone and be like, man, this TJ's awesome. He calls me back right away. He texts <laughs> yeah, me back. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I understand. I mean, yeah. you know, people have lives. People mm-hmm. can't always get back. But at the same time, at least get back within 24 hours. Right. I mean, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I mean, I guess you can't always even get back in 24 hours, but I don't know. Well, the, and the thing that, again, like I realized, dude, this is a, a buying a home is a- it's an emotional thing for, yeah. for everybody. I mean, you know, hugely. For, and, and, and I think a lot of loan officers take that emotion out of it, which is good, but it can also be bad because you forget that the, the, the borrower themselves, they're, they're really tied to this transaction. So you, you need to make sure that, Hey, if they're, if they're wanting get, to get information from you, let's get back as soon as possible. Yeah. It's kind of like the equivalent. You need the same bedside manner as a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. Like, th- it's going to be tough news, man, but I'm here for you. Yeah, okay? exactly. You know? yep. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I preface that with a lot of clients too. Like, Hey, the loan process, it's not fun. It's not, you know, it's not 2005 anymore where if you breathe, you get a, you get a mortgage. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you basically, that was a bad idea. <laughs> right? I lived we, through it and I know better. Dude, now. I would have loved to be a real estate agent though. Back then right? I bet you they were selling <laughs> houses off the Oh, I know. Seriously. It's like, you know, you don't have a job. No worries. Here you go. <laughs> it's crazy. So, okay. On that note, yeah, it kind of leads me into a, a question I wanted to mm-hmm. get into. Uh, Cause I'm curious with these rising uh, prices, home mm-hmm. prices, house yeah. prices here in Utah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in- insane amounts. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're How- talking 20 plus percent the past couple, you know, year, year and a half. Have you, has that affected the loan process at all for you? Or has that affected your job at all? As far as like on my end, mm-hmm. I'm finding now, granted, it's not like I've been doing real estate for years. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm struggling with finding people a home that qualify for, you know, the, the 300,000 range, mm-hmm. which used to be the entry level home right. in Utah. Mm-hmm. Now the entry level homes closer to probably 500,000. Exactly. A four to five range. Yep. So my question is, is this affecting, are you seeing less or more people not approved for loans versus in the past? Or does that make, is that, does that make yeah, sense? No, no. Is it, has it kind of limited the flow yeah, of, man. Like, of is that outgoing a, loans? Um, yes and no. The, the, the reason why I say no is because as housing rights, uh, excuse me, as housing, um, prices have, have increased yeah. interest rates. I mean, the past two years we've seen, I've just been at all time lows. Right. Sure. So I, I think that's kind of help um, keep that it lower. Mm, yep. It's, it, it's helped with affordability, but 
now we're seeing interest rates go up, right? And we're expecting them to continue to go up. Yeah. So now I'm really interested to see how that's going to affect affordability come this year. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I mean, if they both go up, that's unsustainable for a lot of us. Right, right. But what's good though is, I mean, it's hopefully it's going to help with inflation, right? Sure. Because we've seen crazy inflation numbers as of late. Uh, but, and we know, we know the Fed's already announced they're going to, you know, hike rates twice. Um, so hopefully, you know, we're not going to see huge jumps. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball. Everyone's always asking me, you know, what rate, what rates are, you know, what are rates going to be at? I don't think we'll see them, you know, don't quote me here, but I don't think we'll see rates much above 4%. Um, I think hopefully it'll be hovering right around that 4%, which is still historically really well. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we talked to, you know, some people in our families like, Oh, you know, back in the day, interest rates were, you know, 10 plus percent. So, you know, I was no, talking to a we lady. Need, we need a yeah. DeLorean, you guys. Yeah, Just like, do a little back to the future. Right? Yeah. Back to the future. Buy some of these homes up in sugar house, you know, oh, 20 years. Oh yeah. Ago. Seriously. I would have oh, so cashed pretty. in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that is one thing that Utah, we do the housing affordability. That's a, it's a big issue. And I mean, I, I wish that there could be a, you know, a quick fix for that really. Mm-hmm. It's tough because I have mixed feelings about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like obviously I don't like it because a lot of my friends kind of fall under the, the lower, you know, mm-hmm. first time home buyer. Yeah, right. Let's get them, you know, out of downtown. Let's get them into a home in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be good for the state because I think it will bring more money into the state. Yeah. Right. Like oh, where, uh, you know, you look at like, uh, you know, I've talked to Chrissy about this, right. You look at areas where like there's Ivy league schools mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There tends to be a lot of money there because right. people tend to stick around. Right. You know, they go to Yale, they go to right. Harvard, whatever. They still live in the area, right. so they're still making a lot of money. Well, hey, you know what? If some of these, maybe a lot of money comes to the state, jobs start paying better. Right, more money mm-hmm. coming here, exactly. and it's sad because like the the growing process is a constant creation destruction process at the same time. Right, and it's very painful to watch change happen, even if you know, way down in the future, there's an eventual better thing. Yeah. You know, words. I word good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. I love talking about them because I've been going there. Gosh, it has to be six or seven years now. Isaac over there, he has been uh, giving me top-notch haircuts, top-notch beard trims. They are located at 10 East 800 South, and they're offering haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves, which one day I will try. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. They do take walk-ins if they're available, but you can get a guaranteed appointment super easy by going on their website, saltlakebarberco.com, select the services you want, select the barber, and you got yourself a guaranteed appointment. Again, their website, saltlakebarberco.com, Head on over, check it out, go support these guys because when you support them, you're directly supporting the podcast. And many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I mean, I think it is exciting though, the amount of growth that we're already seeing. I mean, sure. you and I went to that, that forecast oh, uh, we man. saw the other day. I mean, we're, we're going to see some cool things, man. I mean, you know, I'm excited for what they're going to do with that prison area, you know, in, in Lehigh when I'm, ex- I'm just, I'm waiting for that to, to happen just to, it'll be a cool little area over there. We've been, we've been waiting <laughs> for <laughs> that for 
You want to know what's sad? I really only started realizing there was uh, um, the prison there when I started to hear like adults complaining about it. (laughs) And I lived there. Like I lived across the street from it. I had no idea there was a prison there. I just, I'm just aloof. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Now, I I know we've talked about it on some of the episodes that we did, TJ, but are you still hearing people saying, are we in a bubble? Are we, you oh, know, yeah. is, 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 is this time. real estate industry just going to crash on us? And oh, all this yeah. and that? I hear that mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, what are a few thoughts on that? I mean, I, mean, I, I you know, I don't want to throw such heavy questions no, on you, right? No, here. I mean, I get it probably once a day, at least during one consultation, but everyone's like, well, I'm going to wait to buy it until, until the, you know, the, the bubble pops. I'm like, okay, you're going to be waiting probably for a long, long time. Uh, I mean, you look back at history, um, the last housing recession, there's just no, we don't even have the same, the same factors. I mean, inventory right now is we're still extremely low inventory. I mean, not, but do you know what homes are last I checked homes the, on right now? I checked this as far as how many homes. Yeah. Are uh, I homes checked listed. this morning, uh, 1900 or yeah. something. So extreme it's still, Jeez. we're still extremely low. Dude, and, there were like 20, almost 3000 during December. So, I mean, we've dropped like a thousand. Yeah. I mean, we're so low in terms of inventory and so many people looking to buy. I mean, you know, with the simple, you know, supply and demand chain, it's just a bubble is highly, highly unlikely. Do you see a lot of people with cash coming in to the state? Um, yes. I mean, or yes I and no. I mean, I don't see a lot of full cash borrowers, of course, because I do loans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I see like I'd say one in every three loans I'm doing is from someone out of state coming in with a bunch of equity in their home that they've sold. And so they can put in really competitive offers here in, you know, in the state of Utah. And oftentimes maybe they're, I mean, you know, maybe they're coming from California, their, their house they're selling for $800,000 is they can buy a lot nicer house for $800,000 $800, here. Don't say the C mm-hmm. word on here. We're not allowed. I told you, you can't can say swear, California. You can't say California now. It's funny how many Utahns hate California. Right. Well, like, I mean, come on. Like, they're not the best drivers. Hey, I can forgive a lot of things, and I'm a terrible driver, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Would you say a majority of the loans you're doing from out of state are from California? Or where is there is there one state that sticks out the most that you've seen people moving uh, Oddly in? enough, I've had a lot of California, a lot of Texas lately, and then Chicago, oddly really? enough. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's I'm, really interesting. Huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Man, it's just, it, I really just want to zoom out and, and, and see what companies are actually bringing all of right. these, like what exact industries or what the draw is right? Uh, for I mean, people to make that big shift. Right. Oh, you live in a beautiful state. Well, true. But I mean, even just, uh, if you're a lot just of the chasing times it's a like, career. Yeah. A lot of the times it maybe it's like corporate offices moving here to Utah. I mean, exactly. we're seeing so, yeah. so much. What's, what's creating the jobs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, obviously it's probably tech stuff, but mm-hmm. it would be fun to really investigate Dive into it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it, is it a lot of tech stuff? I'm that seeing, you see yeah, people, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people moving in. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of like tech jobs and you know, that's what they're doing. Um, I mean, yeah. A lot of, I, do you see much uh, work from home probably? Oh yeah. A lot yeah. of people realizing I'm getting with a lot COVID, of now. They, uh, they realize, yep. hey, I can work from home, yep. so and then anywhere. Yeah. And that's a question you're like, does your work give you authorization to work from home? Like, yeah, of course. I mean, it's COVID. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You're good to move here then. Now, can you do a loan for somebody outside of Utah? If yeah. Somebody's listening? Like, let's, I mean, I know we got listeners in California. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm doing, I can do, I can do loans in all states. Really? Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of one of the cool things, uh, cross country mortgage. We can do loans in all 50 states. So right now, I mean, I just closed 
closed one in, in Colorado. I'm doing one right now in Texas. I mean, so yeah. It so it's a little different than, than a realtor. Cause I mean, obviously I can only sell home in Utah. Right. Yeah. So you don't need to be licensed in each state then? Nope. Nope. I can, you know, I can basically, I can do the, do the, excuse me, do the loan. And then I can basically put it in another LO's name at cross country mortgage. Um, and you know, split compensation for that. And, but I am doing the whole loan process, you know, me and my team, that's, that's really important to me to make sure that the customer gets that, that same, you know, customer experience throughout the whole process. Is it similar as a realtor to be a loan officer as far as like classes and, and yeah. stuff like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not, not quite as many hours, yeah. um, but still we have to take a, a, a test. test. And, yeah. And very similar process. Very pain yeah. in the butt. Te- Dude, that test is I know. so annoying. Oh, man. Yep. That, that it's real- like the nursing exam. Oh. They purposely yeah, try to clicks. trick you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're like, no, I know the stuff. You just oh, I know. changed one word. I know. And then I, I, you know, when I took mine, it was like, I mean, gosh, you, you metal detector, like you couldn't have any, you know, you're searched. And then, you know, we had a new team member that was just added on during COVID and like, oh yeah, you just take it, you know, in your office, you, you know, you just make sure you, you point the screen on, make sure you got nothing. I'm like, oh man, that would have been a lot better for me. <laughs> so, oh, wait, 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 oh, so you were able, or you weren't able to do it in your office? No. So the, the team member we, we added on our team, yeah. they were able to just do it in their office and they, they just had their, their screen, you know, they had like a monitor yeah, yeah. Wow. making sure they weren't cheating, but they show their screen, the room, make sure there's no notes. I'm like, oh, that would have been so much better for my stress levels. So real. <laughs> and and oh I heard the same thing with real estate. Yeah. For some people were able to take it. I had to go into a testing center. Yeah, but the, that's exactly how I was. The worst part about it is I had to wear a mask. Oh, dude. And oh, so yeah. I just felt, you know, for, I mean, how long was that test? A few, it was a few hours. Yeah. But like, yeah. like for hours. some reason, you know, I just felt very claustrophobic oh, yeah, in there I with do. this mask on, right? Yeah. And then you're second, you're doubting yourself. Oh, like, oh, did I answer that right? Do you, get t- do you get test anxiety? Oh yeah. I'm not good. I'm not the best with tests. Like for some reason, I don't know if my mind just goes like blank when I, I I think it's just the, the pressure and the expectation of having to do it so fast. Even if you know the information really good, it just kind of gets jumbled because, you know, your emotions are like, ah, crap, what do I do? And then you (laughs) go sit down you're like, oh yes. (laughs) You're like, crap, I got to pee. Right. Right? Like five minutes after you sit down. (laughs) Oh dude, I'm such an anxious peer. I'm like, oh. That's like the worst. And then then they got to, you know, if you do go out to go to the bathroom, they got to search you when you come back in. So that takes time off your, uh, anyway. It just, it's like so much unnecessary stress. Right. Yeah. But we did it. We're here. Exactly. We made it. We made it. So where do you, I mean, five years, do you have like, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, do you want to keep doing loans? I mean, do you, do you have like a long-term goal? Yeah. I mean, I mean, gosh, in five years from now, I mean, five, 10 years from now, I want to be, you know, the, the mortgage guy along the I-15 corridor for, you know, from Salt Lake down to St. George, you know, I want to be able to bring up my name and be like, Oh yeah, I've, I did a mortgage with TJ. It was an awesome experience, you know, in this team. I mean, that's really the, the big picture vision for me. I mean, that would be awesome. And that's why, you know, I love helping people throughout the home buying process. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. Well, let's, let's find out a little bit about TJ other, I mean, not that we haven't been finding out a ton about you, but what are some of your other hobbies and interests, man? Like when you're not, when you're not giving people loans and you're helping people, buy their dream homes. Like what are some other things that you enjoy doing Dude, I, spending your time on? Yeah. The typical Utah things, man. I love, I enjoy skiing. I love okay. it. Um, I, I lived in St. George for a couple of years, so I, I love mountain biking as well. Yeah. You know, enjoying that red rock. Um, so I mean, and thankfully for me, you know, enough that my wife enjoys it too. So yeah. she, you know, she'll go out skiing with me. I mean, we were just up at Alta last weekend. Um, How's the snow up there? Uh, it hasn't snowed in a couple of weeks, so it wasn't the best snow, but it was, it was, you know, yeah. sun, sun was out getting out of the inversions and that's always great, you know? And just uh, enjoying, enjoying time. So it was good. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
What do you do on those days where you're not like you wake up and you're just not motivated? You just don't feel it. Yeah. Right? Cause you got to get yourself going. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have, mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you deal with those days? Yeah. I mean, oh, that you I don't do. want to get out of bed or you I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You know, no, hundred percent. I mean, you just find that. I mean, I've got an accountability partner. Um, okay. And, and happens to be Brock and yeah. you know, it's oh, just, he don't put up with it. Exactly. Exactly. And it goes both ways. So, I mean, it's, and we motivate each other. And I think that really, that really helps. I mean, just when you've got, when you have to, you know, show up and, 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 Basically, I mean, we talk about our loans every, every morning in our morning meeting and when we have to do that. It, it really, there, there's no excuses, you know, when you've got a bunch of people relying on you. Mm-hmm. So that definitely helps. What about you, man? With in the, in the real estate world, like, is, it, is it similar with it, the, the be her team? As far as like motivation yeah, and yeah. well, I mean, you know, Brian, he's yeah. big on mindset, right? Yeah, like right. he's big on all that stuff. So it's, I've, I've always kind of been into that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, not always, but over the last couple of years, I've gotten more into yeah. it. And so it was kind of a natural transition when I joined the team, mm-hmm. but there definitely has been a lot of things that I've learned on the team mm-hmm. that has really helped me. Um, when I find those moments that I'm more anxious mm-hmm. or I'm not motivated, I'm just kind of a little, I try to shift my mindset to gratitude. Right. And it's really hard to be anxious when you're grateful. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, one thing actually, and, and I know, I think Rob Adams actually talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I've implemented every five minutes of gratitude, man. Oh yeah. Like it, it actually it, saying it out loud, it doesn't seem like it would be a long time, but man, you hit that timer in five minutes. I mean, I usually can get a list of about 30, 35 things that I'm grateful for. Right. right? And I just try to focus on all that. Dude, I'm I'm ready to party, man. Like, right. like it's it six in the morning, and I just focus on that, and I'm ready to go for the day. Right, just focus on all this stuff that I yeah. have. That like, hey, I'm grateful for all this great stuff right. in my life, and people and things. Yeah. So that's really it's amazing me. how much energy that gives you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Uh, it's really nice. It's like a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, cool. that's one thing that really helps me. I mean. um, I don't really have those days, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really, I get out of bed pretty quick. I don't, yeah. I don't struggle. Yeah. Out of bed I know. So. I know. It's amazing. It's so amazing. He just gets it's up a gift. and he just, yeah. he's just as exhausted as I am and he right. still does it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh hell no! Yeah. <laughs> Turn yeah. off the like snooze that snooze that alarm. <laughs> but you know, I think it's important to really just always have your mindset in check mm-hmm. throughout oh, the whole definitely. day, right? Like, definitely. Like I have a 2 p.m. check in just to see where mm-hmm. I'm at, and if I need to like do like a, just a five minute close my eyes, recenter myself. Yeah. But I think that that's it's really important all day because I think how you end the day is going to depend on how your next day starts. Right. Do you, I mean, not to turn the tables on no, you. Do, no, do, no, you, no. do you have like a, I mean, is there something like, like something you listen to to get a good mindset as well? Like, like podcasts or anything that you like to tune into or anything? Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts yeah. I listen to. Uh, one of the biggest things I, I, just to get my mind is uh, I've really been enjoying classical music. Uh, growing up, I actually despised yeah. classical music, right. right? I played violin and stuff like that. And that was always one thing I hated about playing violin or right. violin because they always wanted me to play classical right. music. But now as I'm older, you can, you it's such a it. de-stressor, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I usually just do a search on YouTube for like classical music, uh, uh, de-stress class. And, and there's this one that pops up that I always listen to and it's just, it just chills me out, man. But, um. That's awesome. Brandon, Brandon Bouchard. 
I don't know if you've, if the motivation uh, manifesto is one of the books he wrote, but he does a phenomenal podcast Really, that really just helps my mindset. And That's, really, you would, you would, you'll really like, uh, I'm sure you've listened. I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure you have. Up, I'm like, okay. I'm yeah, sure you have. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's cool. Yeah. So noise. Let's talk. <laughs> let's get back to you, TJ. Here, let's. You know, you're great. You're great. I, I. Uh, hey, sharing experiences <laughs> is very important, so we can learn from each other. <laughs> let's talk Salt Lake City, though. Yeah, we got some some salt. And when I say Salt Lake City, that that let's even go into Utah. You know, because yeah. I know you're all up and down I-15. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have family and friends that visit us. They come out of state. Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're coming from California or maybe even, maybe even out of state clients that you've worked with, right? Yeah. Where they're like, show us around, show us what's cool in the area. I mean, do yeah. you have something that you like to show people? I mean, that you like to show off when people come to town, whether it's the mountains yeah, or the I mean, lake? It's, or... it's definitely, I mean, gosh, if it's, uh, depends on time of the year, right? But yeah. if it's the winter, we're definitely going to go up the mountains. They okay. don't have a choice. We're yeah. going to go skiing. Yeah. We're going to throw them in a lesson yeah. if they've never been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Is there a favorite? I mean, do you like Alta or what's yeah, the favorite? I, I mean, I grew up skiing, so I mean, I, I prefer Alta skiers okay. only, but hey, okay. I'll, I'll go anywhere, man. I really okay. don't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always tell people you're not going to like it the first five times, but after that, you're going to be addicted. <laughs> okay. But, um, and then, I mean, of course, mountain biking, I mean, there's a bunch of beautiful trails here, no matter where you're at, you know, yeah. <clears throat> up, up North, you know, down South, wherever. I, I mean, it's, it's all beautiful here. Any favorite local eating spots, any favorite places that Ooh. you like to like um, for even lunch? You yeah. Know, right? I'm a big sushi fan. I love mint tapas sushi. Okay. Um, uh, you, you woke Christy up here. She's the yes, sushi. Hello. I think they've got two locations. Um, I think the, the first one's on 90th. I, I'm not sure the East. Um, and then the, the second one is just uh, the mouth of Big Conway Canyon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, that was a new location. Yeah. What, what was the name of it again? Uh, mint Tapas. Mint Tapas mint, Sushi. Mint Tapas. Mint tapas sushi. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Weirdly. Super good. Would you change anything about Utah or the valley, the area? Mm. And I know that that's such a broad, big question, but however you want to interpret that question. Is there any, you know, what's the, um, yeah, do we need, as more and more people come in, we're going to need another highway. Yeah. Like this, I-15, it's, it's not going to cut it as as everyone's coming in. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people say this, but the inversion. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I'm I'm sure I'm not the first or the last person to say Oh my gosh, you're the first person. (laughs) I really do wonder what measures are actively being taken. I guess I could read or Google or something, but you know. Does that make you nervous at all with the amount of people that they're predicting? You know, like we talked about at the forecast breakfast, right? I I haven't really thought about that, but that that is interesting. I mean, the amount of- now and the year 2100, for example, Mm -hmm. right? The amount of people that they've said, okay, we're predicting this amount of people. Right. So that means that amount of cars. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of bottlenecking. So seriously, what's going to go on with this? And there's nothing, what do you do about it? I mean- I don't know, unless you start enforcing electric only cars, but I, I don't know. I mean, it hasn't Cal, gosh, I'm going to say the key, C word again. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't, <laughs> hasn't California, I, did, I think they've implemented something like by 2030 or something that only cars that can be sold are electric or something. Hmm. I could really? be wrong though, but I, I hope so. Right? I mean, that would be great. Yeah. That would be I'm, really cool. Yeah. I, well, I, I see more and more like uh, oh, electric vehicles on yeah, the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could common. have one, I would not say no. <laughs> right. Oh man. 
Do you have, you don't have an electric vehicle? No, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. no. You seem like the type that would have yeah, an electric vehicle. I don't. Oh my gosh, my my little brother uh, is getting one. And my dad's actually like, what? he got what? like what? plugs. Yeah. I don't know all the smart stuff Wait, about it. but Your, your so parents my, already brought a plug oh, in for him? so excited. <laughs> just so he can come over. Right? Yeah, so he so can just come charge yeah. at the house. And he's going to be pulling the power like from the house through the garage. Oh, so cool. it's like yeah. he has a motorhome plug in. Yeah. And somehow he's going to make it like reversible. So what he can what, like he charge and. Oh, we can talk off there. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. We can talk. We can oh talk. my gosh. Maybe it's a really cool truck. We'll talk later. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. you showed me that one. You were telling me about the. Dude, electric. my brother knows the coolest stuff. Really? He's like, like if you need something really, really awesome. Yeah. Ask he's him. He's the guy to go to. He knows. <laughs> he knows everything. Um, okay. Man. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. How can listeners connect with you, TJ? Like if they want to, yeah. let, let's say they want to just reach out to you. They want to uh, ask you any loan yeah. questions if they want to get a loan. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, you guys can always uh, call or text me. My number is 801-694-1733. And you can also shoot me an email. My my email is tj at myccmortgage.com. Awesome. Yeah. I like to also, I mean, before this, we wrap this episode up completely here. I mean, is there anything you were hoping we would talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about yet? Like, no, if there was no, I mean, gosh, if, if you guys are thinking about buying a home, I yeah. mean, now's the, now's really the time to do it. You know, I don't, if you guys are looking to buy now or five years from now, reach out to Chris and, you know, or reach out to myself and we'd love to help you out. I mean, you never know what you can afford. Um, or if, if you own a home and, and you're thinking about selling, please reach out to Chris. I mean, he's a true professional in this. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The spotlight's on you. Yeah. Though, <laughs> I mean, so this episode's going to be up The show episode yeah. should be up Sunday night. Cool. Is there anything like loan wise that might be, I don't know that there. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, gosh, that- the, the market's been, I mean, we've seen pretty volatile. I mean, we've yeah, okay. seen, I mean the, the past, you know, a couple of weeks, I've honestly seen rates go up by a quarter of a percent. When you're, so, I'm not trying to scare you, but yeah. So but maybe I mean, think quickly. Yeah. I mean, if, if, you, if wanna... you guys are, if we want to take it, I mean, rates are still extremely low. So if you guys want to take advantage of it, you know, reach out, we're, we're always happy to help. And it, it's cost-free consultation. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Chrissy has a final question. She asks cool. everybody that comes through here. So Uh-oh. I'm going to let her ask. Thank <laughs> yeah, you so much for, for, for sitting down with yeah. us today, TJ. You've right been, it's been awesome to have you back on the show and, yeah. and, uh, get you through here. But. So it's nice for me to kind of humanize the home buying yeah. and money process because right. it's a terrifying process. Right. So it's yeah. kind of nice to like listen in. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, would you leave our listeners with a piece of life advice or a motto that you live by or you wish they would live by? Oh my gosh. So, you know, you can yeah. be really like positive or just real snarky. Uh, dude, what's the, the Taco Bell? Live Moss. Live more. Live more. Ooh, I, <laughs> I, like I think during the, this COVID world, people have just been like so timid, so scared. Like, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to get, you know, I mean, we've already gotten through it most the, for the majority yeah. of, I mean, mm-hmm. um, you just recently had COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just recently had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, the new Omicron variant, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, went to California. Oh gosh, again, the C word again. Oh, Is that where you got <laughs> it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we went to the Rose Bowl for the Utes game. And I, oh, I, that's right. That's right. I, I think oh. that's where I got it, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. How, how was that game? I, I know we were supposed to end the podcast. Yeah. But I mean, how was gosh, that, it was that cool to be there in person? Cool atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once in a lifetime experience, such a yeah. cool atmosphere. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been so awesome <laughs> to have you on the show again, TJ. Yeah. Thank you no, so thanks much. for having me, you guys. It's a true honor. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Again, our website, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and listen to the entire back catalog of uh, episodes. All 500 plus episodes are right there on the website. Go check them out. 
Make sure you're subscribed in whatever podcast app you're using these days. Uh, so whenever a new episode of the podcast gets released, it gets right sent to your uh, smartphone. And that's going to do it, like I said, for this episode. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. And like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, if you would like a free market analysis and find out the value of your home is currently here in the area, in the Salt Lake City area, get in touch with me, 801-244-2908, and I'd love to help you out with that. And until next week, you guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.